Today, answers matter more than ever before. That's why IBM is helping businesses manage customer questions with Watson Assistant. It's conversational AI designed to work for any industry. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash Watson Assistant. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Anita Marks coming to you live from my living room. That's right. Uh, COVID-19 days. This is how we're operating. Of course, Ty is uh, is working the show uh back at the studio so ty um i haven't spoken to you since last saturday how are you doing my friend good afternoon i'm just fantastic today so that's how the dogs are doing but i mean I, <laughs> clearly they're doing pretty well so here's the funny here's the funny thing like dogs have been quiet for the past like hour and a half until and of course now i start the show um and and they start growling Suki. Come on, mama. Mama's working. Come on, baby. Mama's working. Anyway, again, doing the show from my apartment. I have my windows open. It's beautiful outside. Uh, and so, as I said, my dogs are extremely friendly. They're trying to make friends. Um, so we're going to get into a lot today and, and, and we've lined up a really, really good show for you for the next three hours. Ramona Shelbourne is going to join us to talk some NBA, why there's, um, obviously no sports happening right now, but a lot of discussion in regard to sport starting again. And how is that, how's that going to happen? There's, there's so much that needs to happen in order for sports to, to get back in action again, whether it's the NBA, whether it's, I know the NFL, the NFL, this is kind of exciting Ty. The NFL is expecting this week um, is expected to release their schedule, um, which will include a, a week 17, which I'm thrilled about. Um, and that schedule is expected to start, uh, first game September 10th. Now, this is what's going to be released. Doesn't necessarily mean that that's what's going to happen. My gut is telling me that I don't think that we're going to start the NFL season until October. Uh, just, just my gut, uh, based on a number of conversations that I've had with, um, with a number of coaches and, 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 and whatnot. But so there, that, that's really what we're going to dive into. Uh, and when we're going to talk to Ramona Shelbourne because there's 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 some really interesting scenarios um, that are out there in regard to how the NBA can I get I guess pick up where they left off um, and whether that's going to be in Las Vegas where of course we know the summer uh, camp typically takes place um, or maybe in Orlando where you've got the uh, the Disney Sports Complex. And of course, as we know, ESPN, you're listening to 98.7 ESPN. ESPN has the, uh, the NBA rights. And so it just, to me, it would just make perfect sense, um, to, uh, to, to have it in Orlando, but either case, like everything that that would entail. So we'll talk to Ramona Shelbourne about the NBA. Also, a uh, great documentary out right now. Did, did you catch the, uh, the new E60? documentary on quarterback alex smith called project 11 did you watch it ty not yet but it's getting raving reviews i'm not excited to see that gruesome picture or pictures yeah it's of his right, leg injury but right. as i just mentioned everyone's thrilled about it so um stefania bell who's a very dear friend of mine um is uh really had a, had a big part of uh producing and and putting this documentary together and she's going to be joining us around two o'clock um, if you haven't seen it, you absolutely should. Yes, it's, it's, it's pretty gruesome. Um, but more importantly, what I believe you and a number of people will walk away with is uh, the perseverance and the fight 
that we're seeing Alex Smith have in, in trying to get back to play a game, uh, football, to play in the NFL, a game that he absolutely loves. So I'm excited to have Stefania Bell on. She will join us, uh, with, uh, give us a little bit more insight in regards to the Alex Smith documentary that's out. Again, it's E60 Project 11. Um, and then good friend of mine, David Purdom, who, uh, who oversees and reports on all the news out of Las Vegas is going to be joining us around two 30 just to kind of give us an update. What's going on in Vegas? How are the casinos and the sports books out there handling everything? Um, also by the way, Colorado became the 18th state for sports betting, um, which is pretty cool. And there are more on the horizon. So, uh, and we'll find out what, the, what other States out there more than likely um, will be active and attractive when it comes to sports betting. And hopefully one of those States will be New York soon because uh, New York need, I mean, come on uh, enough already. New York's got to get on the ball. They really, really do. So, um, so those are our guests. Uh, we are going to talk uh, a lot of NFL as well. Steve Serby is, uh, has an article out from what I understand, uh, Ty, you and, you and Dave were, uh, were diving into his, uh, his power rankings post the draft and of course post free agency. Also good friend of mine, Mike Clay came out with his, uh, his projections, uh, his statistical projections this, this year for a, a number of, uh, the skill position players. Also Vegas came out with their odds for rookie of the year and coach of the year. They have, Joe Burrow, who of course, as we know, is drafted to the Cincinnati Bengals. They have him uh, as the favorite to win Rookie of the Year. No surprise there. But here is a surprise: they have Bill Belichick favored to to win Coach of the Year, which I find really, really interesting. And and just to kind of piggyback on that, Mike Clay's projections have Jared Stidham, who's expected to be the starting quarterback for the New England Patriots, his projection and his uh, his statistics. Better and higher than Sam Darnold, which I find interesting as well. So I do want to dive into that. So we'll talk a little bit of everything today. We'll open up the phone lines, 800-919-3776 if you want to jump in. Also, I do want to talk a little golf. Uh, we, uh, I, I know, I know in New York, golf courses have been open, uh, but really exciting today, uh, golf courses in New Jersey. Um, Governor Murphy, uh, opened up, of course, uh, the, golf courses here in New Jersey. And uh, I'm sure everybody's thrilled, especially a day like today. Today is just absolutely gorgeous. So if you are on your way to the golf course, or maybe you are on your way home right now, listening to 98.7 ESPN, God bless you. And God bless that golf courses are open. Um, but I, I hosted a uh, golf podcast for On the Tee a little bit earlier this week and had an opportunity. I had Michael Collins on. Of course, if you follow golf, you know Michael Collins is the caddy for ESPN and had a really, really interesting conversation with him. Uh, the PGA Tour is expected to tee off, no pun intended, get their season back in action um, in Texas uh, in about six weeks. And had a conversation with him in regard to, I want to say it's Fort Worth, Texas, and had a conversation with him in regard to how Fort Worth is is planning to make that happen. And it doesn't seem like there's a lot of planning going on and we're six weeks away, which is quite frightening. So uh, we'll get into some golf as well, NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball. Um, interesting what's going on there. Again, their discussion and how they will possibly move forward. Um starting what spring training in May and the season possibly starting in July. So, I, I mean, a lot to get to, and, and, and I'm sure a number of people want to chime in, 800-919-3776. But before we do that, Ty, um, just a little on a personal note, 
I went, I got the antibodies test done yesterday uh, by Quest Diagnostics. Uh, good friend of mine, Ron Lombardi, and God bless you, Ron, um, had an opportunity for friends and family to come in and, and, and get some antibody tests. And I will say this, like, so I wasn't, I wasn't sure if I, if, if I, I had COVID-19 or not, right? Like I'd say, I'd say since January and, and they're saying that realistically COVID-19 was in our area, in our tri-state area back in January. Like, you know, there are a number of people who unfortunately, um, passed away of on their birth certificate, on their birth, on their death certificate of pneumonia. Okay, which they're saying now they wouldn't be surprised if a number of those those cases uh, were really COVID-19, but we weren't aware that it had infiltrated our, our, our society at that point, at least to the level that, um, that we're aware of. So, I mean, you know, so since I'm, I'm trying to think like since back in January, like, did I have a fever? Did I feel achy? Did I not feel well? No, I, I, on occasion, I, again, as I said last time, I was on last Saturday. You know, I'm I'm very fortunate. Knock on wood. Like I'm someone I rarely get get sick. I mean, like maybe I get a cold once a year, and that's it. I don't take a lot of medication, if anything. Uh, I'm I'm very blessed in, in that regard. So I, I'm I'm driving to get this antibody test yesterday, and I don't know. I mean, chances are, I, I was leaning more on the side that you know what I it's probably going to come back negative. But a part of me, Ty really wanted it to come back positive because I want to, I want to be a part of the plasma. I want to, I want to, I want to be a part of the healing process. I want to be a part of that group of people who've had it and can donate their plasma. Did you see the article? James Dolan is looking to uh, donate his plasma. Did you read that article? Yeah, I did see that this week. So I I know, I know Dolan gets a, a lot of crap a lot of times. Uh, but, uh, God bless him and, and God bless a number of those people, Every, people out there, a, who've contracted COVID-19, B, who've recovered from COVID-19 and C, um, you know, wants, wants to, wants to help save the world and, 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 and whatnot. And so driving there, part of me, I was just, gosh, I, I really, I really hope at some point in time I had it. I hope it comes back positive. Well, it didn't. It came back negative. Um, I'm, I'm negative for COVID-19 right now. I guess the test that I got was one of the extensive blood tests where you, you, you're tested for COVID-19 like immediately as well as do you have the antibodies and did you have it at a previous time? And so I came back negative, negative. So God bless. I came back negative, negative. But at the same time, a part of me was, as I was driving there, I was, a part of me was really hoping that I had contracted it at some point in time. But I did not, and it was negative, negative. Um, so I, I just share that story with you. Uh, I, I know that there are a number of um, of testing centers that are now. We're we're now. I, I feel like, and, and God bless that we are here. Like we're 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 now past. I have a very good friend of mine, Mike Kraft. He's a police officer. Mike, if you're listening, uh, miss you and love you, man. Um, and he's a police officer. And right now, his his beat is to uh, oversee a testing center. And I touch base with him every two or three days. And every every time we do touch base, he says that the testing center is, is less and less. And the testing center, of course, is what, what 
we've seen on TV for the past several weeks, white people driving in, in their car and getting the swab up the nose, which from what I understand is not very pleasant. Like, you know, you've got a Q-tip tickling your brain. I can't imagine that being fun at all. So what he's saying is that's less and less. So now we're switching from um, that type of testing to uh, to, 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 to folks going out there and getting the antibody test, whether it's the, 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 the finger prick, um, or the extensive blood work that, that I got yesterday. But anyway, I, I just wanted to share my personal story with you. Um, if you have an opportunity to go out there and you, you might not know if you had it, there are people out there that, uh, could have contracted COVID-19, but didn't get any of the horrible symptoms that we're seeing a number of people come down with. Um, but if you have an opportunity, I highly recommend you do it. Um, to go out there and get the antibodies test. Have you thought, Ty, have you thought about getting that test? I have not yet, but I'm sure that'll be something that I ponder over the next couple of months or so. I mean, we're all figuring out this on the go. We don't have any answers. We're just hoping and praying that we keep ourselves and our family members safe and that we can keep that death toll to as, as low amount uh, as possible. So, um, yeah, in the next couple of months, we'll all start to kind of figure out how, what we do going forward. Like, how do we go from here to any semblance of normalcy? Yeah, I, I think it's going to be quite a while. But anyway, I just wanted to share that personal story with everybody. Um, it's great to be back on the airwaves. Um, do we have Ty working the, uh, the caller at home? Oh, Kyrie. Yep. Okay. So, so Kyrie is working the, the callers, the screen at home. So Kyrie, can't see you, can't talk to you, dude, but miss you, love you, hope you and your family are safe. Ty is back at the studio. God bless you, Ty. And, uh, and, and I'm in my living room with, um, on occasion, some barking dogs. Sorry, not sorry. 800-919-3776. This is, uh, this is the way of the world right now, but really excited to be with you for the next, uh, two hours and 45 minutes. Billy, Chris, Ira, Stefan, I see you. We'll get to your calls as soon as we get back. I do want to dive into some NFL talk. I know a few people out there want to talk about the Patriots, have a fantasy question. I love it. And uh, Billy wants to talk, why aren't teams high on Andy Dalton? Billy, I've got the answer for you. So we'll talk some NFL this first hour. Ramona, Ramona Shelbourne will join us at 1 o'clock, uh, and we'll dive into some NBA and what we can expect this season, um, at least right now, the discussions that are happening right now and in, in, in what we can possibly expect or envision the season to be. Um, Stefania Bell will join us at two o'clock. So really excited about the show and really excited that everybody wants to jump on board and be a part of it. 800-919-3776. The phone number, Anita Marks, with you here on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. We'll switch gears. We'll talk a little NBA, how the NBA is um, brainstorming on how they can get the season going. Uh, so excited to talk to uh, Ramona. Woj has an uh, interesting article out as well this week. Uh, could the NBA start in Vegas? Will the season be in Vegas? Could the season be held in Orlando at the Disney Sports uh, Complex? That's a possibility. So excited to talk to Ramona. Stefania Bell is going to join us on the show around 2 o'clock as well. Talk about Alex Smith and uh, the unbelievable docu documentary. If, you've ha- if you have not seen it, you absolutely should. E60, it's called Project 11. Of course, Alex wears the number 11. We're talking about Steve Serby and uh, his, uh, his post article, his power rankings. I would have the Baltimore Ravens number one. I do believe the Ravens are going to win the Super Bowl this year. 
Uh, Ty, is there is there a team that's uh, that's that's flying under the radar that you feel really strongly about? The New York Jets. We're, we're Stop yourself. Listen, Sam Darnold is finally going to get it right. Year I know you're three. A fan. I know year you're a fan. three. I know you're supposed to take that big leap in year two, but year three, you got to take advantage of him being on a rookie contract. Uh, no, I, I'm with you. The Ravens, like they have to capitalize on Lamar Jackson being this good in the prime of his career because like what was the question about him last year it was about how long could he last playing this way now mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if he goes out there and wins a super bowl because that's that's what the goal is if he wins a super bowl no one cares about how long it can last so i think the ravens definitely that team right now that has to capitalize on their quarterback being physically in the prime of his career and I, I would say that between the Ravens and the Chiefs, they, they're the rulers of the AFC. The conversation starts after them. I'm looking at the Texans. I know Bill O'Brien is not good at what he does, but Deshaun, anytime you've got Deshaun Watson, they're in there. <clears throat> Excuse me, they're in the conversation as well. But that's that's tier two. Ravens, Chiefs, tier one. I'm going with the, the Texans in, in tier two just because of the quarterback that they have. And then don't forget about the 49ers. They were just there last year. Uh, Patriots, not the Patriots, I'm sorry. It's going to be weird talking about a team with Tom Brady and not saying the Patriots, but the Bucks and the Saints, I, I think, are the three best teams out in the uh, NFC. Yeah, I, I think the, the Saints The Saints are locked and loaded. And what the Ravens were able to do, not only in free agency, but, but also in the draft. I think, I think, uh, the Ravens had one of the best drafts out there. Uh, just a second ago, I mentioned a good friend of mine, Mike Clay, has all his fantasy. And Chris, I'm going to get to you in just a second, have all his fantasy pro- projections out in, uh, in, in what he expects a lot of, uh, obviously, um, quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, uh, etc. Um, but very interesting. He's got Daniel Jones out of, out of, Daniel Jones and Sam Darnold. He's got Daniel Jones around 3,700 uh, passing yards, 25 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. Uh, not sure how many fumbles <clears throat> he might have. Uh, and then Sam Darnold at 3,500 passing yards, 21 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. Uh, but he very interesting. He's got he's got Stidham ranked higher. He's got Stidham, Jared Stidham, quarterback, expected starting quarterback for the New England Patriots this, this this coming season, somewhere in the middle between Daniel Jones and Sam Darnold. So above Sam, below Daniel, at around uh, almost about 3,600, 19 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Very, very interesting. So uh, maybe a big reason is, uh, you know, uh, surprise. I mean, and, and not, not surprising. This is something that we've talked about. Like, you know, I would have... I would have liked the the I would have liked for the Jets to go Jerry Judy with that first pick and then turn around because you you've you've got a you've you've got an offensive lineman um you you had quite a few offensive linemen that fell to the second round that that I feel could potentially possibly be just as good like Josh Jones for example um how the hell did Josh Jones Offensive tackle, left tackle from Houston. How did he fall to the third? That was a steal. Talk about Arizona had a great draft. Isaiah Simmons in the first, and then Josh Jones, uh, tackle, left tackle from Houston, falls to them at three. Like, I personally, that's what I would have rather seen uh, the Jets do is go go with the stud, cream of the crop, 
best wide receiver on the board with their first overall pick and then turn around and get uh, an offensive lineman in the second or third round. Uh, but anyway, uh, that's why Joe, Joe D gets uh, paid the big bucks and I don't. So 800-919-3776. Let's go to Chris in Ridgewood. Chris, you're up. Hey, Anita, how you doing? Uh, thanks for taking my call. First of all, I want to say a uh, big fan. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> so I have a fantasy question. So I was able to, I'm, I'm going to preface my question by saying, um, I'm in a dynasty league. So I was able to get Gronk uh, on the waiver wire before oh, all wow. of this happened. Okay. Um, so I was looking to parlay that into, you know, cashing him in and, and possibly getting a wide receiver to bolster my team. Okay, so, so what you're off- gonna so so you would trade Gronk and right now something- I have an offer on the table for I have both Gronk and I have O. J. Howard on my bench. And I can get rid of those guys and possibly get Robert Woods. Ooh. And okay. And so what what the My other tight end is Jared Cook. Oh, done. Love it. Done? Done. All right, great. Love it. So I guess he's he, he's like right in that because if, if I was going to say if he if you don't love that pick, would you target another wide receiver that I could maybe possibly trade Gronk for? No, I, here's here's the th- I mean like you know reach high, reach for the stars, right? Like I like I, yeah. I really, uh, but um, and and this is what this is what I'll do in the break because like I said I I have uh, I have Mike Clay's projections here. So maybe what I'll do in the break, Chris, is I'll take a look at his projections, his wide receiver projections, and look and see if there's a wide receiver out there that I I feel. Here's the thing: when you know when when you want to counter, you're countering a trade offer. You know, you, you got to make sure it's fair. You know, yeah, I mean, nothing, he, this nothing, guy countered not, me with with this actually because I actually tried to get Scrump for Wood straight up. And you know, like oh, here's here's okay. So really quick, because I just pulled it up, right? So here's what I love: DJ Moore, Carolina Panthers. I think I think Panthers are going to be playing from behind. Um, I love the addition of Teddy Bridgewater. Um, I think Matt Rule is going to be chucking that rock a lot, even though they did ante up and pay um, C-Mac a ton of money. But DJ Moore is their number one wide receiver, and he's really, really talented. So. Mm-hmm. So I think so I think that I think that would be a fair offer as well. A DJ Moore, Robert Woods. Yes, that's a fair offer. Uh um I know there's a lot of uncertainty with uh, OJ Howard and Gronk. They're both kind of in flux. I'm just I'm thinking right off the bat that it's a great uh pickup, but you know, obviously you have in the back of your mind that one of those guys is going to pop off this year. Yeah, I think I think like I said, I I think like a, a DJ Moore and uh, and, a, and and Robert Woods. I think I think that's definitely a fair offer, Chris. Good luck with that. Great, thank you. Anita. You got it. You got it. Let's go to Ira, Ira in Staten Island. How you doing, man? Hey. Good, good, all good. I'm glad to hear you sound well, and I'm glad uh, you're healthy. And I assume your mom's well, so uh, you know, just uh, tough time. But we got to get through it. We will. We'll get. We'll get over this. So. Yeah, Mama, Mama Mimi, 
Mama Mimi called me yesterday and she, this is so, so understand something. My mom is in her like mid to late seventies. And so like quite a few years back, right. We've, we made that switch where I've become the parent and she's become the child. And if you listen to my show and you hear her on the show, you could, you, you totally could understand why. So I got a phone call from her yesterday and she's like, you know, Anita, my apartment, my house, it's, it's, it's really, really like, it's really dirty. Like I, I really, it, is it, do you, what if, what if, and, and the woman who comes over and helps her clean the home, her name is Sarita. She says, what if Sarita was to come and like wear gloves and a mask and like, I lock myself in the room and I'm just like, absolutely not. No, unacceptable. Can't do it. Nobody's allowed in your house. Like, so, so Ira, thank you. So first things first. Yes, I'm, I'm healthy. Mama Mimi's healthy. I appreciate it. But like, I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm that parent and I have to constantly tell her no to think, are you sure I can't go play Mahjong? What if I wear my gloves? What if I wear my mask? I feel I, right. Like, I feel like she's that little kid who's just like, I have to constantly tell her, no, you can't do that. That's not safe. But she is healthy I, and she is fine. And thank you, I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, thank God I get it. Good advice, good advice. So two things. Before I get to the Jets, and you're talking about the NFL schedule and it's coming out next week. Um, you know what? I, I tend to agree with you. Um, not that I want to be pessimistic about this. But they're already, you know, almost three to four weeks behind schedule with the offseason stuff. So I could definitely see this. They'll, they'll release it. They'll have the opener, whether it's the 10th, the 11th, whenever the date falls out. But I do believe that um, – They'll probably start the season mid-October as long as everybody's safe and players are going to be safe and whoever's going to be allowed at the games will be safe. And and getting to the Jets, you know, I think, I you know, nobody knows. We'll see how it grades out. I think Douglas covered all his bases. I get your argument about Judy in the first round and getting a tackle in the second. I get it. You could debate it. I understand. But, you know, Douglas' bloodlines is the front, you know, offensive line, defensive line. And it was a glaring hole and. You know what? I'm glad he got Beckton. Um, Mims, we'll see how he plays out. He's a product of Baylor. We'll see, you know, I think there's a lot of upside. I just don't like Baylor prospects, so we'll see how that works out. But overall, I think he covered every position except tight end, which they really don't need. So i got to give him a lot of credit. He traded back, got a couple of picks. And for Dalton, real quickly, you and I have been on the same page. I, I still believe he's going to end up in Foxborough. But um, if he doesn't, I'll tell you the truth. If he accepts a backup role, if I were the Jets, I'd go get him. Because, you know, Donald, not that I have any questions about him, but they have to win games this year. And if Donald were to get hurt, you can't have what happened last year. So I definitely want to have a competent backup, and I think Dalton maybe could fill that role. Interesting. Ira, thank you for the phone call. Appreciate it. Um, Stefan, in Canada, I see you want to talk about the Pats, and you want to talk about Andy Dalton. Uh, we get back. You will be first up. Um very interesting. I did, Ty, I did not expect this, this many calls about Andy Dalton today. So much love right now for Andy Dalton. Um, it just goes to show you how important the backup quarterback situation is for a number of teams. Uh, and, and we saw it. Uh, we, and we see it. I was going to say, we saw it last year. We see it each and every year. And I understand. But keep in mind, uh, whoever, whatever quarterback you bring in off of like for example you know with with Cam Newton granted a big reason why Cam Newton hasn't signed with a team yet is because medical staff can't evaluate him right now i, I think i think once those doors open and and teams medical staff can evaluate Cam Newton i'm sure he'll find a home but like you think Cam Newton wants to come in and be a backup and hold a, a clipboard to anyone 
especially a quarterback that he feels that he's better than? I mean, that's that's something that teams have to weigh. We'll dive into that. Stefan, you'll be first up. 800-919-3776. Anita Marks with you, 98.7. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. A lot of discussions that uh, Adam Silver is having in the NBA and, and, and trying to figure out uh, how, to, how to get the season started started up again uh, and, and obviously throughout the summer. So just to kind of share with you some of the information and, and research articles that I, I've read, the idea and the concept is that the NBA season will either be held in Las Vegas or Orlando. Orlando, um, which a number of people I'm sure go down there for Disney and whatnot, but um, there's also the sports complex down there. And obviously Disney owned by – or. ESPN owned by Disney, ESPN, one of the broadcast partners for the NBA, kind of makes sense down there. But everything that I'm reading is leaning more towards Vegas because keep in mind in Vegas, you've got the summer leagues and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's already, it, call it a, a fine oiled machine. Maybe, maybe not. You know, I don't, I don't know, like in regard to, I've never been to a summer league in, during the, during the uh, NBA summer. I've never been to Vegas during the summer league. So I don't know exactly like, you know, where are the basketball courts, where are they, where do they typically play? How close is that to MGM or the MGM quote unquote block that is being offered to the NBA? But the idea is for every NBA player, um, and their family, um, along with, of course, every NBA team, their coaching staff, their doctors, Ramona just made an excellent point. What about the media? The media, you know, covering, uh, the NBA. Um, they, they would be in this block bubble and they would be in this block bubble for the next three months or the, the three months remaining, you know, to play out the season. Uh, players would be tested every day. People would be tested every, every day. So it would, it would pretty much be like a, a world it would be like this little city quarantine, this little block radius of MGM properties in Vegas where everybody would be quarantined, tested, and would have to live. Now, I, I see now, I, I, I like Ty, I love Vegas. Vegas is one of my favorite cities, right? Like, I just like, like somebody, like, I'd pay to do that. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'd pay to, especially if I was a professional athlete. Yeah, but isn't it easy to say that when you don't have like kids or an entire family that you have well, to account they're for? They're saying that they can bring their families. But, they're saying they can bring their families. But that increase now you're in a sticky situation if you're an athlete because that in theory would increase the likelihood of the disease being passed on. Because the more people involved, the reason why you have a bubble situation is because you want to try to lessen the amount of people that are in this given area. Yeah. So, so you, so you have, you have a choice. Like it's three months. Like you have a choice. Either, either you bring your family with you or you, or you do not. Now, if you don't bring your family with you, being away from them for three months is a pretty long time. Especially if you have a wife that, that, you know, that might be expecting. It, it, it's 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 a tough situation to be in. Obviously, yeah, but, not but, ideal. But, but here's the thing: at the end of the day, the average the, the average Joe Schmo people like you and I, 
These are situations we're in as well. Yeah, and we, we don't even make as close to the amount of money that these professional athletes make. But I'm saying we can't look at it from that perspective because if we're, if we're just looking at it through the lens of our everyday lives, then sure it's easy. But it, when you're a professional athlete, you know, the, it, it changes the but scope. That's, but, but that's my, my that's my point. That's my point in this is that like, why is, why is that, why is that easy for us? You, like why why is that like i like that doesn't they're making they're making a gazillion times more the amount of money than we're making this this is unusual times obviously these are unusual circumstances um we're all living a different life right now at times i i sit back at like this morning i went to starbucks this morning i ordered my starbucks 35 minutes to get my starbucks um, and waiting outside with like at least 30 people standing six feet from one another with masks and gloves. Like you, you, like at some point you just got to look around and go, is this really our life right now? Like and laugh, like, 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 oh, wow. Marinating that. Like it's, 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 it's abnormal. It's, it's, it's unusual times for all of us. And, but if I'm a professional, if I'm an NBA player making the type of money that they're making, and if I truly feel that I want to continue to, to, to have a season, there, there's worse situations here. There's worse situations. I know a few people, phone lines are lighting up. I know a few people want to chime in and I'm excited about that because I would like to have this conversation. And I, and, and Ty, with all, I respect your opinion. I understand what you're saying. I just feel like, and, I, and and that that I'm sure that is the mentality of a lot of the, the professional athletes. Like I'm not going to do that. Well, do you think I want to stand outside of Starbucks for 30 minutes to get my my special Starbucks drink, wearing a mask and wearing gloves, and having to stand six feet from one another and telling people not to pet my dog because the coronavirus is going to stay on my dog's fur for probably 12 to 24 hours? If they have it on their like, 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 life sucks right now. It does, but you know, just to push back on that a little bit, you also realize, and obviously you do, but just want to say, like, you don't have to go to Starbucks. Like that, that's well, a, that's a choice. That's not a necessity. It's a, it's well, a choice. Well, um, I, I don't, I don't know about that. Like, I, like, I am. You know that, you know that Snickers commercial where you're not, you're not you when you're hungry. And, what you, you're right. You're hungry, and you're not you until you have that first bite. That's like that's me when it comes to a, a Starbucks. Like I am not like I am not me until I have that first sip of my special coffee. But anyway, we've got a number of people who want to chime in. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Let's really dive into this. I'm curious. I'm curious if, if folks out there kind of see things the way I do, or maybe they're like Anita, you're crazy, and your expectations are too high. We'll see. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Anita Marks with you. I'm broadcasting from my living room and um, uh, the dogs have finally settled down. Thank God. Uh, Ty is at the studio and Kyrie is working the phones from home. So uh, so I, I know, Ty, we've, we've got a number of calls I want to get to, but you had a, a, a quick point before I did that. Oh, so it was just in reaction to the caller who I guess is anticipating that some of these athletes aren't going to want to be a part of that bubble situation uh, where they would have to choose to be away from their families. 
And he just had this ridiculous analogy where he compared it to like the military who would go months without seeing their family members. And now obviously they're fighting for the country. I just think that if, if we're going to sit here and ridicule athletes who don't want to be away from their families for months and then try to compare them to the military, that's just an absurdity. Like, like the idea that let's just say LeBron is, and I'm not saying he is the guy, but let's just, for example, say LeBron decides, I don't want to be away from my family for four months. I'd rather cancel the season and just pick it up, you know, next year in December or whatever, whenever we have some type of a, a vaccine for it. If we're going to sit here and criticize him for that, I, I just think that is asinine because you do have to like understand it, it's not easy to be away from your family, especially when you consider, as I mentioned earlier, you may have a, a wife who is expecting a child. You may have kids who, who might be sick. Like there are so many different circumstances that you have to account for. I understand that tie, but like, that's what we, that's what everybody, like, everybody deals with that. Like, there, there, there are a number of people out there that have to leave their wife who's pregnant and can't be there. And I understand they, that. And because look, they have to, because they have to work. You know how, is, how big of a hoops fan I am. Like, nothing would make me happier than to see basketball return, but that, that is them having to make a choice. If, if you choose to, to participate in that bubble scenario, then yes, like that was your choice. But if you, if you choose not to, then how are we going to sit here and, and, and just villainize them for that? Like that, that doesn't make sense to me. Especially, like I said, that caller who tried to compare them to the military, like that was just ridiculous. I, I, I understand. I understand his comparison. I, I actually, I understand what he's saying. Um, Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. All right, let's go. Let's go to Eric in Queens. Eric, you're up. Uh, good afternoon, on the Leo. Happy Saturday. How are you? Same to you, my friend. Thank you. Yeah, I had two questions for you. I have to agree with you about the Starbucks things. It's similar to what's going on today. I mean, when I go when I have to go and do my grocery shopping, it's very frustrating to know if I go out there in the day, I got to stand on a long line just to wait to get into a store. You know how frustrating that how frustrating that really is. It's too frustrating. Yeah, but it's, then, it's but Eric, it's 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 our reality. It's, it's yeah, I know. It's our reality. It really is. And then for the NBA now, that's my second question. Yeah, um, as you were saying about it was, I was listening to ESPN yesterday. I forgot who who show it was about something. Imagine this thing goes on for two years. My question is: Imagine we have to go live in this lifestyle for two years. How would things be with sports? We have we have to deal with empty arenas. Say sports start. We have to deal with the arenas being empty for let like me, two let years. Let me ask Eric really quick before I let you go. Let me ask you this. If if the if if the NFL let's see and and I think the NFL is probably going to start I know I know they're saying September I, I, realistically I don't think NFL is going to start till October but regardless right. hypothetically mm-hmm. speaking um, are you a Giants or Jets fan Giants okay so Giants season opens up you have you get tickets to uh, you know game one regular season are you no no vac no uh, no vaccine yet are you going Eric. Good question. I wouldn't. I would love to be able to go, but I know I wouldn't go. There's no vaccine yet. Okay. All right. That's that's fair. Thank you for the phone. Thank you for the phone call, and thank you for being honest. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I I don't I don't have a problem with the fans, no fans, because to be quite honest with you, I, I think there'll be very very few select fans who a either have the antibodies, b 
um, don't have any underlining conditions, um, see maybe they don't have underlining conditions, but at the same time, they're not worried about coming home and maybe like their mother or their mother-in-law is still living with them and they have underlining con- um, conditions that could be threat, could be a threat or they're over the age of 65. Like, I just think that there's going to be, it's going to be too much of a risk for, for fans to attend games, even if we were able to. I don't, I, I so, so I don't, you know, I, I, I think, I, I don't think fans are going, I don't think fans are going to realistically be able to fill the stands in any type of capacity for, again, until there's a, so here's another thing. A, didn't Fauci come out this week and say that um, optimistic that a vaccine will be developed by January, but then you've got to think, okay, then goes into production and then distribution. So, you know, so, so you got to add to that. You, you, you have to add to that. You have to add to that. Hey, sorry guys. You have to add to that timeline, right? So, um, let's do this because I think I have a delivery guy outside my door. Um, so let's take a break. When we get back, we'll have Stefania Bell on. We'll get an update in regard to Alex Smith. Um, so Alex Smith's documentary. And I do want to continue. I'm, I'm going to ask, I'm going to, I'm going to bring Stefania Bell into this discussion as well. I'm sure she would have some interesting things to say. So Stephen, Dan, Jeff, hang tight. More to come. 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.